0: It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. a Tuesday in the DMV, the nation's capital and beyond. No Pedro for now. He may be with us later. Matt Essig on the other side of the glass. I am merely the rooster, Chris Russell. Yes, good evening and good morning, good afternoon, and all points in between. Uh, We will have you covered over the next three hours. Solomon Wilcott's will join us from Phoenix, Arizona, site of Super Bowl 57, which, of course, you can hear full day and afternoon and evening coverage right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Uh, so, Sally will join us about an hour from now, talk about Eric Bieniemy, who he happens to know and has some strong opinions on in terms of his fit for the possible Role of offensive coordinator here with the Washington Commandalorians. But first, before we begin the show, I just want to point out. So I walked into the studio and there is a uh, rusty uh, looking um, sign. <laughs> and I'm going to put up a picture of it, uh, but it's kind of got a rustic, rusty, I guess, type design to it, is the best way I can explain it. And it says, Beware of Rooster. So Matt Essig came in and explained what it was all about. See, earlier, about two weeks ago, he brought in a sign that said, Caution, area patrolled by Attack Rooster Security Company, which is proudly displayed on the wall. It's got a picture of a rooster. I mean, obviously, the moniker, all that good stuff. I didn't see it right away. It was there. It's proudly on the wall. He's got an Oreos thing for, uh, and a Navy pennant for Pete. Right. It's almost like this is our own studio. Right. It's almost like that, even though we share it with Doc and Hoffman and 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 not Kevin because Kevin uh, operates out of a different facility. But we share it with those guys, Scott, Linnell, what have you. But we're kind of taking it all our own. So Matt comes in and explains the story of how he had originally ordered this beware of rooster sign and what happened? You lost it or it got misplaced or you
1: So I'll be honest, I have slight ADD and when it comes to hiding things and all that kind of stuff, because I'm like I in my head, I was like, oh. This is a gift. Right. I need to hide it somewhere so there's no way that Chris could find it, despite the fact we obviously do not live in the same house.
0: This is correct. I have confirmed this breaking news. Um, Yes, we do not live in the same.
1: Well, so my dumb self decided to hide it behind a pillow in a chair that nobody sits in. And about two months after Christmas, Mm. we finally found it. Wow. (laughs) And, so you, uh,
0: so you were kind enough to order a different sign because you couldn't find the original sign that.
1: Well, so the extra insanity of all of this is uh-huh. I ordered your sign and Pete's at the same time. Mm. Your sign came, and Pete's was still on the way because it came from overseas. Right. I managed to lose your sign. Didn't find it, it. Came
0: from China. Yes. Th- did you say? Yeah. Was it in the spy balloon?
1: I do not know. That was unconfirmed.
0: Okay. So maybe it was in the spy balloon. The government shot it down off the coast of North Carolina, and they rescued the sign.
1: And then brought that up And brought it up to us. Possibly.
0: Right. As part of their detail and as part of the investigation. I mean,
1: that little kid has some creepy eyes. You don't know. He does. He does. (laughs) He could be watching us. He does. But- the point is, in the time that it t- took for that single sign to get here, yeah. I managed to lose your sign, buy another sign, and that second sign came still before <laughs> Pete's.
0: a boy. a boy. I mean, I-, I love it. I love it. Uh, that's uh, pretty cool. Um, well, anyway, we'll be taking a picture of the sign. We'll be putting it on the wall as we continue to decorate our surroundings and almost make it feel like home. All right, before we get any further, um, let's start with this. We've been talking for a week and a half now. Hey, Eric Bieniemy might be interviewing with the commanders. Eric enemy might be talking to the commanders. Why would Eric Bieniemy be interested in the commanders? Is Eric Biannimi going to become the offensive coordinator of the commanders? Why would he come here when he has leverage, power, choices? He's still under consideration for the Indianapolis Colts head coaching job. He is at least wanted for interviews by the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Who knows? There may be more. It doesn't seem like Tampa is in that fold doesn't seem like it. I don't know why they're interviewing everyone but Santa Claus and Eric Bieniemy or trying to anyway. Uh but Eric Bieniemy spoke last night at the Super Bowl and he didn't say much in terms of oh my gosh, juicy meat on that bone. But he did give us at least somewhat of a timeline quote and this is per nikki javala the washington post i have not taken any interviews for any offensive coordinator position so right there you know and the commanders had not confirmed that they had interviewed him or scheduled to and no reporter that gets information from inside the building had been able to provide that information right well obviously we now know it We thought so, but we now know exactly. Eric bien in his own words, I have not taken any interviews for any offensive coordinator positions. I've only taken one interview for a head coaching position. Right now, I've interviewed with the Indianapolis Colts, and that, again, is for their head coaching spot. They still have not made a decision. Uh, Who knows what they're going to do? A lot of people just think they're going to, you know, land on Jeff Saturday. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Uh, But Biennium is still under consideration there. Quote, I thought it went great, meaning of his interview with the Indianapolis Colts, who, again, remember, have hired two blackhead coaches in the past, both in Tony Dungy uh, and Jim Caldwell. And that was the same owner, Jim Irsay, who everybody thinks is a drunk. We'll see where that goes. Now, as far as the offensive coordinator stuff, this is Biennium speaking. Right now, I am where my feet are. Right now, key operative word. And right now, key operative word again, I'm focused on helping us win this game this weekend. End quote. Now listen, that is exactly what he should say. His focus should be on the Philadelphia Eagles. He's got a big enough challenge in that regard. There's no reason for Eric Biennemi to be doing interviews. There is zero reason for him to... To be doing offensive coordinator interviews when, as he points out, I've only done one as a head coach, which is what he obviously desires to be and what many have championed him to be. Not an offensive coordinator somewhere else, but as a head coach. But to our knowledge, at least, again, according to his words and previous reports, He hadn't interviewed in Arizona. He hadn't interviewed in Carolina. He hadn't interviewed, um, where else has a vacancy? Uh, uh, You know, of course, Indianapolis, he has interviewed. Um, Denver closed. He didn't get an interview there. Uh, Houston closed. He interviewed there last year, did not get it. Last year, Lovey Smith got the job. Then this year, no even even interview. They just went with D'Amico Ryan, so on and so forth. So Eric Biennemi, as far as we know, is only under consideration for one head coaching job, the Indianapolis Colts, which everybody thinks is just going to, again, wind up on Jeff Saturday. I don't know if I think that. I mean, I think it's likely that Jeff Saturday is going to be a part of that coaching staff, and, you know, there's a good chance he's going to be the head coach, but I'm not so sure you know, everybody thinks they have all the answers. I, I've learned long ago that you can't figure out this bunch in the NFL, right? So I could think what I think. I could guess. And I can tell you that, eh, I mean, probably the odds favor Jeff Saturday. The dopes in Vegas who set all these odds, they don't know a damn thing. Nothing. Nothing. They're just coming out with content To take your money. That's all. So don't believe any part of what you hear in terms of odds. Right? Don't believe any part of it. It's not true. They have no inside knowledge at all. So maybe bien gets the head coaching job in Indianapolis and everybody goes, oh, that's what they were waiting for. It wasn't Jeff Saturday. It wasn't to interview 14 guys. It was to hire Eric bien How cool. Finally got his head coaching opportunity. Okay, he doesn't have a quarterback. It was a little bit of a problem. Big difference between Patrick Mahomes and Sam Ellinger. But, you know, give him a chance. See what he can do. Call the plays. Run the show. Be the man in an organization that, again, has already proven that they have zero qualms about hiring a black head coach. Because they've done it already several times. Right now, what's interesting in all of this is he says right now, as far as the offensive coordinator stuff, right now, I am where my feet are. What he's trying to say is right now I'm here. Next week, check in with me. My contract's up. If I don't get a head coaching job, which I presume the Colts will – decide on by next Monday the latest, right? I don't know if the Colts are going to be allowed to announce a hiring at the Super Bowl. Whether I mean what 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 won't happen uh, let me let me back up. They could very well possibly make a decision and leak it to Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter, because that's the way these things work. However what I don't believe they'll be able to do is hold a big dog and pony show during Super Bowl week and officially sign the contract and have the press conference. Now, I know Sean Payton did that yesterday in Denver. It's a little bit different on Monday as opposed to, oh, uh, let's just say, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, especially if it's with Eric Bienemy. And again, I don't know if Eric B. is the favorite there. I don't know. Because nobody knows outside of maybe Jim Irsay and maybe Chris Ballard. Maybe. But as we circle the wagons and bring this back home, He says, as far as the offensive coordinator stuff, so, I mean, obviously he's heard all the rumors. He knows that there's interest. He knows that there's a potential situation or two or three where he can go and basically be the czar of an offense on three teams that have struggled miserably for various different reasons. The Washington Commanders, the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans. And he says, right now, I am where my feet are. Meaning, I'm in Phoenix. I'm coaching the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, for Andy Reid, trying to win a second Super Bowl and back in a third Super Bowl. Right now. And right now, I'm focused on helping us try and win this game this weekend. Again, next Monday, call me. Call me. I'm open for business. That doesn't mean that I'm going to take your job but I'm open for business next Monday, six days from now, February the 13th. And if you want to make it extra sweet, call me on Tuesday the 14th and wish me a happy Valentine's Day. So with that being said, with that being said, it very much appears that the commanders, unless he gets the Colts job, which we may or may not find out about in the next couple of days – Maybe it would leak on Super Bowl Sunday morning if they've basically decided on Eric Enemy and then have reached out to his agent and basically come to contract terms and so on and so forth. You could see that scenario happening, right? That would be you know big, big, big news Super Bowl Sunday for a guy who's interviewed for 15,000 head coaching jobs and it's looked upon him as the one and only reason why he hasn't gotten a head coaching job is because of the color of his skin. But you could see how that scenario would be played out and presented in the media and would be a hot potato, okay? Not saying it will happen, but you could see how that would happen. Or we could get to next Monday, the 13th, game over, win or lose, and the phone starts ringing and the commanders can get an interview, maybe, with Eric Bienemy for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, who knows? Whenever he wants to come to the facility, whenever Ron wants to meet him on a golf course, whatever. And there is some hope and some optimism that that can happen. My friend Ben Standing of The Athletic wrote a column uh, in The Athletic, of course. And he also does some fine work for us here at Odyssey DC. And Ben basically wrote that there is mutual interest between Eric Bienemy's side and, of course, the commanders. Now, we knew there was interest from the commanders. We weren't sure if there was mutual interest from Bienemy, But, according to Ben, there's mutual interest besides both sides. And the team and teams, meaning Baltimore, Tennessee, what have you, hope to interview Biennemi again next week. Now, Ben also writes, quote, Biennemi's intrigue extends beyond Washington with a list of suitors, again, that includes the Ravens and the Titans. Now, what is not clear, and what I haven't had a chance to reach out to Ben about, is when he writes it like that, is that, and it says, Biennemi's intrigue. Well, of course these teams are intrigued by Eric Biennemi. Why wouldn't they be? they don't have an offensive coordinator and they're holding out and he's been to you know five NFC uh, AFC championship games in a row and now a uh third super bowl 1-1 one, one maybe has one of course they're interested the question is is it bienemy is intrigued by the list of suitors or is it The interest in Biennemi extends beyond Washington. You see where I'm getting at? I'm not sure exactly, the way Ben wrote it, I'm not sure exactly how to interpret it. So is that Biennemi is interested in Washington, Baltimore, Tennessee? Or is it Baltimore, Tennessee, and Washington are interested in Biennemi? Because that part, obvious, you would think. The question is, is whether Biennemi is actually interested in all three of those teams, two of those teams, whether he has a ranking, who knows. And again, Ben also points out that there is mutual interest. So you would think this is coming from Biennemi's side, that Biennemi is intrigued, intrigued by Washington, interested in talking to Washington, along with the Ravens and the Titans. Ben also notes that some in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl, quote, viewed the longtime assistant of head coach Andy Reid as the favorite for the commander's opening, end quote. Again, is that just people speculating, or is that people knowing, or is that Ron Rivera saying, no, 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 he's the guy if he wants the job? Which I would presume at this point, Ron is like, well, Wait a second, I got this guy over here, this guy over here. Nobody wants that guy over there. Nobody wants that guy. Everyone went, oh, oh. When I talked to Anthony Lynn and I went down the I-5 freeway and I got off the golf course and everyone, oh see, Ron's working when he's at Pebble Beach. But if I can get Eric enemy I'll show you. I'm coming for you. No more 18 points per game offense, baby. I had the master plan all along. I went out and got the big dog. Woo. I went out and sunk my teeth in. I'll shut that rooster up. He thinks I'm hanging out on the golf course, having cocktails and biscuits. I'll show you, baby. Ron's in Phoenix right now, possibly, before he does his media row, tour going up to Eric enemy's hotel room hey EB not EB from the junkies hey I brought you breakfast <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what we say around here <laughs> surprise listen it's pretty clear that the commanders if they can get an interview if they can hire Eric enemy they'll probably offer him the damn job on the spot because why wouldn't they it's not uh, – I, I mean, not to be a jerk. Listen, Ken Zampezi, nice co- good coach, good man, long history. He's he's just not going to be viewed the same, whether he is or he isn't, as Eric Bieniemy. Fair or unfair. Same thing for Pat Shermer. Same thing for, quite honestly, Anthony Lynn. Same thing maybe, possibly, for Thomas Brown, and that's basically where – You know, the list kind of ends because Ron has chosen to do a very short list. The Indianapolis Colts have interviewed like 13 or 14 candidates for their head coaching position. Ron said, no, 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 guys, 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 don't look over here. I got this. Half a dozen. Oh, God. Is that what you're – oh. I mean – the the stupidest stuff that they I, I mean I literally want to cr- just cry when I see these TV talk shows. <sighs> anyway, they were asking they were asking something about Kyle Kuzma out of football guy I, I don't I don't know what the hell they were doing. Uh, anyway, threw me off. Wizards by the way got blown out by the Cavaliers last night. No Kuzma, no Beal, didn't even have a chance. Everyone knew it. Uh, They've now lost three games in a row. We're not going to spend any time on that. Um, But Summon Mobile, according to Standig, viewed the enemy as the favorite for the Commander's opening. Again, the question is, is he the favorite from a Commander's perspective? Yes. Duh. Is he the favorite from a, hey, I would choose the Commander's over the Ravens and over the Titans perspective? Again, These are the questions I have. These are the questions I'm going to throw out to you. And there's more questions. There's more questions that I have on tap for Eric Biennemi. And whether or not he's coming to Washington, should land here in Washington, and how you want this process to to go or not go, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980, I'll ask you those additional questions next. What do you make of what Eric Biennemi said? What do you make of Ben Standing's reports and the way he phrased things very smartly but kind of covertly in The Athletic and will... Try and parse the tea leaves with you, the Commander's fan, on Eric Biennemi, who did speak again about the potential, about the potential of being an offensive coordinator elsewhere, but not anything specific because clearly he has his sights focused on A, the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl this Sunday, and B, the Indianapolis Colts head coaching job. That's how we open. That's how we come out. That's how we shoot. On a Tuesday morning in the DMV and all over on the always live and free Odyssey app. It's Russell and Medhurst just getting going. 301-230-0980. Pete, maybe in later. We will see. Until then, it is me, you, and the radio. 301-230-0980. If you want to yell at me on Twitter, it's at WrestleMania 621 on the Team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app. All right, just rocking and rolling on a Tuesday morning. Again, Pete might be in a little bit later. He's got some things to deal with uh, until then, and maybe until noon. Rolling solo, Matt Essig on the other side of the glass, and you at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. So here's the other question that I wanted to throw out with this Biennemi situation. Assuming that, Assuming that he doesn't get the Colts head coaching job, and again, that might not be cleared up by Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We have no idea. We have no idea. But assuming that he does not get that and say maybe an announcement is made on Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Are you willing and should the commanders wait a few days and maybe, I don't know, a week? The way I think Standing, maybe it was Standing's report. Said they were hoping, hoping to talk to him next week. Hoping whether that's in person, whether that's Zoom, I don't know. I'm sure they know each other, Rivera and Bienamy, and obviously Andy Reid is kind of the the key here. But I don't know how well they know each other. I, I that I don't know. Should the commanders wait a few days, should the commanders wait a week, whatever it might be, to talk to the enemy, and then, even if you do get the interview, which it seems like they would get, if he doesn't get the Colts head coaching job, but that he's not going to do until he's officially notified that he's not getting the Colts job, you could be playing a game of musical football chairs. And then get caught without a chair after a week, maybe more, maybe more, depending on how this all plays out. Because remember, if other teams, Baltimore, Tennessee, are interested in him, he's going to presumably, after not getting the Colts job, presumably, maybe he does, and this ends this. Presumably he's going to want to talk to Baltimore and Tennessee. Maybe he can do it all in one day. Maybe he can do it over two days. Maybe he... I I have no idea. But there's a possible scenario that exists that we could be getting to, I don't know, President's Day, Monday, February the 20th? Maybe even further beyond than that? Where Eric Biennemi has maybe met with the commanders, but hasn't made a decision On one of three opportunities, presuming that all three make offers, presuming that he has interest in all three, maybe the Colts haven't made a decision by then. I have no idea. Should the commanders, are you as a commanders fan, be willing to wait a few days, a week, a week and a half, whatever it might be, solely for the chance To hire Eric Biennium. Even though you realize. That while you might get an interview. You might also get left. Again without a chair. When we play football musical chairs. Because that very 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 realistically can happen. Or. Are you of the mindset. You can't wait for that to happen. You can't wait for that. Show to play out. You can't risk losing a Thomas Brown the assistant head coach of the Rams, who, by the way, they're pretty much so convinced that he's leaving that they hired a new tight ends coach reportedly. So I don't know what that exactly means. I mean, I'm guessing Thomas Brown is going to be the offensive coordinator somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's in Houston. I haven't seen D'Amico Ryan's hire one yet. Maybe it's with the Colts. Who knows? Maybe it's with Tennessee. Maybe it's with Baltimore. Maybe it's with Washington. I mean, there is definitely a warm body. There is definitely a warm body that would gladly take this job. Don't believe anybody, anybody that says nobody wants this job. Nobody would take this job. There is definitely a warm body willing to take this job. The question is, is Eric Bienemy in your mind, worth waiting another week, week and a half, two weeks potentially and then playing the game again of football musical chairs. Number one. Does it matter? If you're of the mindset that they need to wrap this up, nobody's hiring Ken Zampezi. Nobody's hiring Pat Shermer, at least we don't think. And in all likelihood, nobody's hiring Anthony Lynn. Now, again, I mentioned Thomas Brown. He's another case, okay? I do believe, because of his reputation, because of where he's been with Sean McVay, his college experience, uh, tight ends, running backs, assistant head coach, That and, and, again, his communication and his energy and his youth, that I do think people would zero in on him. I don't think anybody is clamoring, no offense, to hire Anthony Lynn Pat Shermer, or Ken Zampezi. So if Ron is of the mindset that all of those guys are qualified options, but nobody has really stood out, well, they're not all going to get hired, so I can wait as long as I want to wait. I can sit here and play tiddlywinks. I can go on Super Bowl Media Row, I can hang out, I can have cocktails, I can have a little glass of uh, Cabernet, and chill. Nobody's hiring those guys. So I can wait for a week, week and a half, two weeks, whatever it might be, for Biennium to not only interview, but to make a decision. And for other teams to make a decision. So where are you guys at? 301-230-0980, 301 301-230. 230 Zero nine 80. I have another question that I think is very important coming up in a couple of minutes. But first, we get to the phones at 301-230-0980 and start with you uh, on the lines uh, at, again, 301-230-0980. Let's hit up Phil. Phil? In D.C. on a Tuesday morning in the leadoff spot. What's up, Phil? How are you?
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Phil. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thanks for me. You know, it. I. A dream scenario as a lifelong uh, Skins fan is the enemy for me. I've I wanted him for a couple of years. I think if I'm the enemy, I'm looking at that young talent. I'm sure we have some holes to fill on the line, but I have this weird feeling he will come to Washington. I'm okay with waiting, and I have a feeling 2024 he will be our head coach. Mm. He'll be able to draft the way that he wants. He will be able to address some issues. I think our young core on offense – Is going to surprise some people next year, and if I'm him, I would much rather come to Washington than to go out to Tennessee or to Baltimore, who always seems to be six and one, and then ends the year eight and eight or eight and nine. So, thank you so much for your time. Happy Tuesday, Hail.
0: I appreciate you, Phil. Great call. Thank you. Please call again. Appreciate the uh, nice words and the good strong statement. I, I would say this. Oh, and you got the Ric Flair woo. Because uh, I don't think we've heard from Phil before. Phil, uh, may- maybe I'm mis- I'm forgetting. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but we'll just give him the Ric Flair woo anyway. I would say this. You know, there are there is a thought. There is a thought that a head coach would never want to hire his potential replacement, right? I think Ron Rivera is of the mindset that if I could get this guy. It would get everybody off my back. Like, yeah, he might be my replacement at some point, interim or not. And in all likelihood, the interim head coach would be Jack Del Rio, in all likelihood. But Ron cares about what you think. Ron reads it all. Ron has people running to him and telling him, hey, this is the deal. If Ron doesn't see it himself. You know, Ron follows a bunch of us on Twitter. I have no idea what he sees and what he doesn't see. Okay? But I'm, I've am i heard, let's just put it that way, that he definitely pays attention to what we say, both on Twitter and on the radio, and what we write, okay? Make no mistake about it. I think he's loosened up a little bit. Over the course of his three years here, but I think he was really, really, really tight on that early on. I I I don't think. I know. Let's just put it that way. Okay. That being said, if Ron hires Eric Biennemi, it gets all of you off his back. At least for the offseason. Now what happens when he starts bungling timeouts and challenges and first half two-minute situations and all of that? Different story. But for now until almost September, it gets a lot of you, if not all of you, off his back. It gets a lot of us off his back. And I think he would be looking at it as hey, Eric Biennium is clearly an improvement. Right? Look at what He's built in Kansas City along with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and so on and so forth. But also, he is viewed as the best. We took our shot. We broke the pinata. Get off my back. Leave me alone. Let me coach my football team. Let me golf. All of that. I mean, that. that's just how I see it. And, again, you'd be improving your offense, right? I mean, realistically, I don't know by how much, and, of course, it would all depend on how Sam Howell plays or whoever it is, but realistically, you'd be improving your offense. So there'd be a double-served purpose. But I think Ron cares a lot more about the criticism and the concerns and the angst than you think he does. 301 230 we'll get to V, we'll get to LAP. Hang in there, boys, we're coming right at you. Plus another question that I have on Eric Enemy and his potential fit with the commanders right here after Trending Alert. All right, Super Bowl 57 is indeed underway or the week is underway. We told you yesterday Madden simulation has the Philadelphia Eagles pulling away from the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half. Both teams meeting with the media as opposed to uh as as uh, a part of as a part of opening night at the Super Bowl, uh, some dope asking Nick Sariani, the Philadelphia Eagles head coach Uh, who his daughter would not want to marry. She's five years old. uh, So we had that. We had uh, interviews with Patrick Mahomes and all the dignitaries. Nobody really saying anything of any interest. But here's one thing for you. Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner, very successful CEO, says Jalen Hurts, is, quote, just what we're looking for. He has nothing to prove in terms of being the long-term quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, and most people feel he will get a contract in excess of $250 million this offseason. And one more for you. According to a survey, roughly 20% of the population in America, according to the American Gaming Association, expected to bet – on the Super Bowl, and bet approximately $16 billion on Super Sunday. You can listen to it right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening, and that's what's trending. Forty-six and change, taking you up until noon today. Just got some good news. Old Commander Pedro will be in the house just after 10 o'clock. Solomon Wilcox will join us from the Super Bowl in Phoenix. So Pete will join us at some point in the uh, 10 a.m. hour, and he's uh, apparently got a little story to share. I'll let him share it because it's his story, but I already know what it is. I assume he can talk about it uh, on the air, Uh, but I hope he can. Uh, But uh, yeah. All right. Before we get back to uh, a couple of calls here, here's the other question uh, that I mentioned. Besides, are you willing to play the football musical chairs thing uh, for Eric B enemy and realizing that you could get shut out? And then again, we're going to be back in the situation of, well, we tried to get Matthew. Well, we tried to get Tom. Oh, we tried to get Aaron. Oh, we tried to get Russell Wilson. We tried, we tried, we tried, we tried to get Eric Biennemi. Here's the other question. With all of this time, with all of this time, why isn't Ron Rivera interviewing, as far as we know, others? You want to give me that Greg Roman has no interest? Fine. Maybe they called him, and he said, nope, no thanks. Why isn't he interviewing Byron Lefwich? I mean, there's a million questions about Byron Lefwich, but why isn't he interviewing? He did help Tom Brady, and Bruce Arians win a Super Bowl. It's not like anybody else is knocking down his door, and maybe there's a reason for that. I don't know. But why isn't Ron trying to at least explore it? There's another name that has been hot in NFL circles. Shea Tierney, quarterback's coach, for the New York Giants. Came with Brian Dable from Buffalo. One or two teams interviewed him. The Commanders, as far as we know, have not. Todd Munkin. You might remember his name. Back-to-back National Championship Offensive Coordinator, Georgia. Plenty of NFL experience. Hell, he's interviewed with the Bucs, who he used to be the offensive coordinator with. And then there's Jeff in Vienna's guy, Dan Pitcher, who allegedly signed a contract extension, but I read last night that he's still interviewing with somebody else. I don't know if that's true or not, but there's five candidates at least that I just gave you that Ron, as far as we know, has not talked to. What are we doing here? Why not pick these guys' brains? Why not have some level of interest? Maybe they wow you. Maybe they blow your socks off. Maybe they blow your skirt up. And then there's others. I I mean, there's plenty of others that I haven't even thought of the names of. Plenty of others that could be. What are we doing? Why are we only interviewing six people? That's not enough. That's not enough. Get ideas. Talk to different people. Get different perspectives, different evaluations, different concepts. Maybe you could steal something from one of them even if you have no intention of hiring them, interview them. You don't have to let them know that. And I know people are sensitive to that. (sighs) Who cares? Your job is to be the steward of the Washington Commanders. If that means you bring in Shea Tierney and get a couple of ideas from a guy who's an up-and-comer and who's working with Brian Dable and who obviously had immediate success and has had success in Buffalo and the Giants, and with two different quarterbacks, why the hell wouldn't you want to do that? Why? Why would you sit there and go, oh, I can only talk to a half dozen guys and no more? I, I, I don't get that at all one bit. One bit. In any way, shape, or form. Does that bother you? It bothers me. It bothers the bleep out of me. I mean, Ron, again, busy on the golf course, and I presume down at Super Bowl Radio Row because he goes there every year, and it's fine. Again, you can talk to guys virtually via Zoom. You can, you know, all you know, you you can meet with. But when you're when when you're socializing, when you're doing interviews, when you're going to cocktail hours, when you're having, you know, uh, uh, when you're when you're having Chardonnay. You can't be doing everything that you need to do to figure this out. And again, even if you don't want to hire them, steal an idea. Get a perspective. And I'm sure a bunch of you fans out there, just like you did with the Senior Bowl, just like you did last week, are going to dismiss it and just say, you're being negative for no reason. You're a you're, you're dope. Uh, he's allowed to have a day off. All of that stuff. Listen, you have no idea what you're talking about if you think that's accurate. Nobody said he's not allowed to have a day off. Nobody said he's never allowed to play golf. The timing, the functionality, the 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 scheduling. The amount of work that needs to be done to get this team out of mediocrity is now. Not later, now. Now. Not Six months from now, not three months from now, play golf in June. I don't care about June. I care about now. Back to the phones. Let's go to V in D.C. What's up, V? How are you?
2: Good morning, sir. How, How are, are, you, are you, V? What's going on? I'm good, man. You know, if I'm uh, mister B Enemy, why in the world would I want to take an, uh, an offensive-coordinated job with Washington Commanders? That, 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 I mean, why are you belittling, belittling my resume like that?
0: Well, well, he's saying clearly he wants the head coaching job at first, but he only interviewed for one this cycle, right? So he's saying, "Look, I don't want to be an offensive coordinator I want to be a head coach, but if I have no other choice, then maybe I'm open to some possibilities."
2: Well, now nah, if I have no other choice, I'm going to stay in the position I'm in right now, which is is, is, is has been a productive position. Uh, he's got his team in the Super Bowl. I mean, his resume speaks for itself.
0: Right. That's, so, that's fair, but a couple of things. Remember, his contract is up one. He only signed a one-year contract to return this year. That's number one. Number two, if he feels, if Andy Reid feels, if his agent feels, hey, this is hurting you, more than helping you, i.e., not being the primary or main play caller and 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 working in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' shadow, it's hurting you more than helping you at this point. Well, he might I turn around and a, say, you know, another opportunity. I, I
2: think, nah, that's a narrative that you're creating.
0: Uh, well, like, wait a second. How, yeah, it, how, a how is that a narrative, a narrative I'm creating? creating. I'm j- I'm just because, uh, I'm speculating. I'm using common sense.
2: Exactly. That's you, what you're doing. You're speculating okay, because of the oh, fact that look at his resume and the okay. fact that he where he is right now and what he's produced. V, so look, look, v look, look
0: at his look at his resume. Why did he only get one interview? Why because why, why is he we, why is he interviewed for fifteen jobs we, we, and not gotten any of them?
2: Well, why well, that happens, then? And well, that goes back to the original statement that topic that you were talking about with uh, discrimination uh, uh, and in hiring practices. So, I mean, that's real. So we're not going to exclude that that's not real. No, it's
0: it's definitely a potential possibility, but it's not any more real than the fact that he hasn't been able to get a full-time offensive coordinator, play-calling job. He hasn't been able to get Uh, uh, – of course it's true.
2: That's a false narrative, man. How do you know that? Because because if you're sitting in the wings of Andy Andy Reid, which is a brilliant mind, and basically you guys are working together and you guys are steering this ship to get it to where it is right now, that's considered success. So whether you want to consider it a a full-time play calling, I mean, I think that that's that's tittle tattle. All right. Okay. Well, I
0: I I disagree. I mean, but you know, like reasonable minds can disagree. Like there are other guys that have gotten head coaching jobs without necessarily being, uh, you know, play callers. Kevin O'Connell, Minnesota Vikings head coach, wasn't the play caller. I mean, he was here. He was here for some period of time, but he wasn't a full-time play caller for years and years and years. He got a head coaching job. I appreciate the phone call. Got to let you run. I, I mean, I love how your theory that it's racial and discriminatory has water, but yet nothing else has water. I, I mean, listen. We the bottom line is we don't know. All right. Before we get to Solomon Wilcotts, let's get to Lap in D.C. on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Lap, how are you, bud?
3: Hey, what's up? What's up, Rooster? What's up, Lab? My boy Peter said, hey, man. we Will do. we uh, Will do. Hey, uh, I, I wouldn't mind taking the, the uh, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. This is available. I just need to know if they're going to have a backup plan and try to interview as many people as possible, man. At the end of the day, man, you know, I want them to just rock with Sam Howe and I want Snyder out of here. So hopefully we can get that going. Um, I was. I would be considering um, hiring Byron Leftwich, uh too. Well, they you know, haven't even. But, just but they, they haven't even options, talked man. to.
0: A, they haven't even talked to him. Lap, which well, is my criticism. Well, well, Why haven't you saying, even I'm talked to? Him? Look at all, Yeah, but I'm just saying, uh, Rooster. Just look at all your
3: options, though. Don't just right. put all your eggs in one. Bag. Oh, I agree. You know, look I look at all your options. I
0: agree.
3: yeah, I agree. Scenario: What's the What's the guy that that works with Sam Howell now? Uh oh, Ken Zampezi. Yeah, yeah. So if if we can't get who we want, man, it won't it won't hurt anything to go with him, right? So, well, you know, yeah, we'll I'm I, we'll yes. It's so much talent. It's so much talent on this team, Rooster. I just want an offensive coordinator, right. man. Just with some common sense and some genius to get these guys going, man. We got too much offense, not to score twenty eight, thirty points a game, man. Mm. So. That you know, that that's just, if that's that's there, rich, man, brother. That be nice.
0: <laughs> that's rich, man. Yep. Uh, they 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 struggle to score 18 points a game. That's that's rich. I appreciate you as always. Um, they do have a lot of talent. They don't have enough, but they do have a lot of talent in certain key areas. We'll see what happens with Sam Howell. We'll see what happens with the offensive coordinator. I'm going to ask Solomon Wilcotts about Eric Bieniemy. Coming up, as well as the Eagles-Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl 57 matchup. Again, you can hear that game and all the pregame, postgame, and all the coverage. Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app uh, via Westwood One. That's coming up uh, again later on this week. Solomon Wilcox coming up next from Phoenix, Arizona, side of Super Bowl 57, right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app.